Sports.com. Victory 91.5. Good morning. Rise and stop. Well, we are talking about Yom Kippur. By the way, or Yom Kippur. If you Yom, Kippur Yom Kippur. Buddy Hackett, the comedian, used to do a uh, a, bi- a bit about that. <laughs> he, he was said, funny. He see when I grew up, it was called Yom Kippur. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "If you're driving a better car, it's Yom Kippur." <laughs> <laughs> well, a little later, we'll actually jump into the Kipper part of it too, because uh, yeah, it is one of those things that depends where you're from. You can say it a lot of ways too. We're getting a lot of calls. Where do I get raised teachings? Well, they're all on a link. All the teachings from the past two years, every time he joins us on one of the feasts, it's at the Risenstein Facebook page and the Victory Facebook page. This one's just a little different this year because we got back from Israel and it's so impacted mm-hmm. us. I mean, <laughs> it's just like, I don't even know the words. Well, it's but... like stepping into the painting. Yeah. Stepping into the mm-hmm. story. Very good. Great analogy. It's uh, wild. It's just wild. It's like at Megiddo when uh, our guide Ronnie said, let's had this big map he said, let's just look and consider the Garden of Eden. And I looked and went, and something in, in the depths of me went, whoa! Because it was one of those moments and I got talking with Robert, our, the founder of the tour company we went with and we had some really intense, long conversations about stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just immediately opened up as we were standing over the plains of Megiddo is all the lush land of Israel and you start talking and this piece and this piece joins with this piece and so you can't possibly then go back and look at anything that mm. God has shown you without without new eyes mm-hmm. and without praying and saying okay God now okay so what is this mm-hmm. so you know, Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, or Yom Kippur, if you prefer, <laughs> all of them have a relevance. Uh, it's the only holiday that fasting is explicitly commanded by the Lord. Wow. I mean, think of all the days, the things that God tells you to do. Of all of them, 365 days a year, this is the only one that God says fast. So this means something to him. This is a very special day. It starts at sundown tonight, Mm -hmm. runs all the way tomorrow, all Wednesday through sundown. All right. So here's what he says. You shall afflict your souls. Now, afflict doesn't mean to punish, but to humble yourself. Mm -hmm. It's really important. Fasting is not some mean kind of thing you're doing to yourself. You're humbling yourself. Now, the Jews wear white. You guys got to actually be there uh, down at the Wailing Wall, the Western Wall at the beginning for Rosh Hashanah. Mm-hmm. And what stands out at, at the wall is all the Orthodox Jews wearing their black and they're praying, they're interceding. But on Rosh Hashanah, everything changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, from head to toe, it's white. all white. Yeah. Yep. All right. Why is that? That is their burial clothes. All right. So when you're fasting on Yom Kippur, you wear white. That's very important because um, you're supposed to live all day as if you were dead. So you're fasting. So this whole fasting concept. So you're literally there is no food or water for that reason. Now, listen, this is the tradition. If you how you want to engage in Yom Kippur is entirely up to you. This is not some kind of legalistic because we're we were freed from the law. We're just sharing what God set up to because there's some significance of every little aspect of it. Better you take a part in some aspect of Yom Kippur than to ignore it because Mm -hmm. it will draw you near to God. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. So whatever you can do, you may obviously have to work. So you may not be able to take off. And so you may have to figure out what aspect you could do. You may have to work outside. And so you know you're going to have to drink water. You're going to be out in the sun or whatever. So figure that all out yourself. Mm-hmm. We're simply saying 
engage to the best you can. Engage is the, I believe, is the correct word there. Because the uh, going too far into it because you think you have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is not what you want to do. You've totally right. missed it if you did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like you would, if you enter into the law, then, but you've missed Christ, which yeah. is like, stop it, step back, uh, step back. Right. So you're buried in white. This mm-hmm. is Jewish stuff, okay? There's no pockets, all right? Mm. Because you have no possessions can be taken, only the word and your good works. No U Hauls behind hearses. Ain't none. So that's really important. Now, mind you, the white shirt I wear has a pocket. Can't get rid of the pocket, but um, it's a Hanes beefy tee. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought about a T-shirt. No, it's actually a shirt shirt. <laughs> so now, you know, when you're watching the Orthodox Jews, you'll notice they have, there are several kinds of prayer shawls. One of them, the Orthodox wear underneath their clothes. All you can see really is the the uh, zitzi, the the, uh, the, the fringes. tassels of their right, right the tassels. Yeah. That's all you can really see. So on. Yom Kippur, one of the fringes is cut off. Mm. Ah. And it represents the law. Mm-hmm. Because the dead men are no longer... Under the law. Ta-ding! <laughs> so, that's really important to understand. That's why you definitely don't want to do this one wrong and get under the law. Because the whole point of it is to, is just the opposite. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Mm. It's all about Jesus. So this is absolutely okay to wear white after Labor Day. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really a fashion thing. It has yeah. nothing to do with God. God does not make that rule. That was not his law. <laughs> but yeah. even white shoes, you know. <laughs> so now here's the deal. Ordinarily, the high priest's outfit had really bright colors and a breastplate, a precious stone. Few in, interact at all with uh, Roman Catholic or either Greek Orthodox, Roman Orthodox, or any of those churches. You'll see a lot of elaborate stuff with, with that kind, because it kind of follows through that. It, it, but on Yom Kippur, the high priest was required to take off all the glorious robes in exchange for mm-hmm. a simple white linen garment mm-hmm. in order to go into the Holy of Holies. Mm-hmm. That's all he could wear in there was white. He had to die in a sense to go in there because that, w- well, you'll see what happens. He looked just like any other priest. So this foreshadows Jesus, our great high priest, putting aside his heavenly glory, putting on flesh to become one of us, and yet remaining holy. Mm. Now, it's a day to encounter God personally. This is when Moses received the second set of commandments, and he walks down from the mountain, something's different. His face is glowing. That's that's the goal here. You're encountering God. These days of awe are all about repentance, so they determine your destiny. So get this in your heart. Every time you repent, you change your destiny. Hmm. Because if you go the way of sin, you, you're, re, you're, you're taking a, you're, you're an offshoot. You're going down right. that road. That's right. You're not following God. So repentance changes your destiny. Leviticus 10.11, distinguish between the holy and unholy, between the unclean and the clean. As a Christian, you might say, these days help set the course for your year. The choices you make and the directions you choose, these 10 days are like a preview of the year ahead or a snapshot of trends. Just gets you a little look going, hmm, here's what's going to happen this year. And a little bit later, we're going to look at Mm -hmm. uh, these 10 days, what happened and what we might see. Mm -hmm. Okay, ready? What you conquer now impacts your entire year ahead. Um, decisions count more now. So mm. over these last 10 days, you could look back and say, what were some of the decisions you made, good, bad, or otherwise? Because that's going to kind of show you where you're headed. 
Uh, Yom Kippur is all about the sacrifice and forgiveness of God. First we repent, then he makes a way for our forgiveness. Yom Kippur represents a judgment day when all men will stand before God. Mm-hmm. Now, this is one of those little uh, numerical Hebraic things, but the word Satan, the letters are numbers in Hebrew, right? Mm-hmm. So it adds up to 364. Yom Kippur is the 365th day when he can't accuse you. That's a Jewish belief. It's like in heaven at the judgment for Christians. Mm -hmm. So this day, even though the Jews obviously have not figured out their Messiah and Mm -hmm. and haven't understood how we're connected with Christ, for them, they look at this as the day where there is no accusation. And so that's, as Christians, one of the reasons we look at it is, uh, in addition to all their traditions, as the potential judgment day when we will stand before God. That's Yom Kippur. Mm. Lots more ahead, though. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm, I'm writing some of this stuff down. And, <laughs> and you don't have to write it all down because it's already posted at the Victory Facebook page and the Rise and Stein Facebook page. There's a link with all of Ray's teachings from the past two years, including a folder called Yom Kippur 2015. And I'll put these notes in there when we're done.